There's a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is. No good. No one missed. I think we got a heck of a shot of winning. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. For all you non-believers, disrespect us. Talk crap about the defense like we ain't the third best defense in the league. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. Fitzpatrick. And so, Eric Decker holds it in. The Jets win in overtime. And the New York Giants, given last rights by many in December, are the Super Bowl champs in February. This is NFL Friday. Going long on all news, reaction, and game picks for the Giants, Jets, and across the NFL on WFUV Sports. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of NFL Friday, WFUV's very own football podcast. I'm Tyler Hu, joined today by Goku Perugu and Andrew Crenary. It's a beautiful day. You know, it's starting to get to that football weather where you get the crisp air, the leaves are turning colors, and it's a perfect time to talk football. But we got a little bit of a, you know, pretty packed show today. We got yesterday, Thursday night football, Bengals taking on the Dolphins. We saw some somber news going on with uh, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa with some head with a massive head injury that we're going to talk about later on the show. We're going to talk Jets, Giants, and then we're going to just like delve into this week's slate we got a couple of really good primetime games and a game that should have been primetime but first of all i'm gonna start with you goko how are you doing today i'm doing well tyler how are you i mean i'm excited for this um upcoming t- uh, upcoming schedule and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie i think those couple of those primetime games especially the last couple of weeks have been just god awful i mean the giants and cowboys fans i understand oh, that you're a giants game but i'll tell you right now i was i think i was about to fall asleep but mm-hmm. fortunately i left i'm not gonna lie to you i almost fell asleep too um the giants are not must watch TV. I know I love Brian Dable, love Saquon. They're not must-watch TV, and they're currently shorthanded, as always. I know your Eagles are taking on the Jaguars, another upstart team. Two yep. really young stud quarterbacks, in Tre- uh, Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence. Looking forward to that game. Andrew, how you doing? I know Ravens Flock is happy right now. You guys got a great game going on this week. Ravens Flock is very happy. We picked up the dub last Sunday. Um, yeah, it's been a great week for football, like you said weather's starting to get a little bit colder i feel like we're finally reaching the uh height of the uh season and yeah we have a ton of great week uh, or a ton of great games coming into uh this sunday so yeah it's gonna be exciting stuff yeah we're almost at october i mean tomorrow (laughs) it's it's october it's football season i i mean i really can't wait but you know we, we can't really start off with some good news we have to start off with some somber news unfortunately yesterday we saw the Bengals and the dolphins have a thursday night matchup on amazon prime and not, the game really didn't even matter. What mattered is the health of Tua Tagovailoa, the, quarter, the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. We saw what happened against the Bills last week where he got slammed down to the turf. And he got up, and you saw it. Like, he, he did not look good. He was woozy. He fell back on the ground. And at first, I remember the Dolphins tweeted out, Tua Tagovailoa has been removed from the game with a head injury. Then, later, they diagnosed that as a back-slash-ankle injury. I think that they mishandled the the Dolphins, the NFL, and the NFL, actually, they had an independent third-party doctor, you know, mishandled it brutally, put to his career at risk after he got slammed again to the turf. And you saw his hand, his fingers were all twisted up in a way that, you know, should not be... It, 
should not be humanly possible. It's really dangerous to see what the NFL will do to win a game and not put their players' health at as their first priority. What do you guys think of this? What's your first takeaways from this? I'm starting off with you, Gogol. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I thought it was just extremely disappointing to see because, I mean, let's be honest, right? No matter how many improvements you make with the helmet technology, you know, no matter all the padding or whatever you add, right? At the end of the day, the brain is one of the most sensitive and if not the most important part of the human body. Absolutely. And I think it's, I mean, first of all, I mean, I think now we're seeing so much more attention being brought to, you know, like concussion protocols, CTE, a lot of former players really just sort of bringing um, attention to this. And I think at the end of the day, yes, I think this was severely mishandled. And I'll be honest with you. I remember reading after the game and the NFL opened like some kind of review into how the concussion protocols were handled. Mm -hmm. And please clarify um, me if I'm wrong, but... I, I don't. Did they finish that review, or was it, is it still going on right now? It's still ongoing. There's, okay. There's, they still got like a little ongoing investigation. I think it's complete BS. Yeah. Like, no. They're handling it terribly. I think this is like the clear catalyst to you know they, they better Roger Goodell better move that like right to the top of the priority list mm -hmm. because like I said this is the Miami Dolphins you know huge market huge fan base their yep. franchise quarterback I mean they need to pay some serious attention to I mean they recently gave Tyreek Hill a huge contract right. and I think there needs to be so much more attention brought to this and i mean i mean like i said you know you saw the fingers i mean that was clear brain trauma mm -hmm. i mean it's just pure shock right and i mean i'm glad that he was able to go back to miami with this he seems to i think all of his like he all of his extremities yeah. seems to be moving them so moving, yep. i'm glad but i'm hoping i mean like i said i'm not a neurosurgeon but give him a couple weeks really this time take actually a thorough test and then see you know maybe gradually introduce him back but i'm definitely um i'm really looking for i mean i'm looking to see what they say and i'm hopefully you know the nfl can really you know change their rules andrew yeah going off that i mean it said that he flew home with the team so that's obviously great to hear really good right. news i mean hopefully is okay but like you were saying gokul it's uh it goes back to the helmet technology it's meant to stop head fractures and like severe breaks but it doesn't really stop anything against concussions wise um, and when we saw that against Sunday's game, he was stumbling around. He definitely should have been checked out at least more extensively. Got changed to a head and ankle injury, or uh, back, back and, and ankle yeah, injury, back yeah. and ankle injury, quote unquote. Um, and then I think he was in practice like right away, right after, right. which is also a terrible thing to do. Um, and eventually, when the injury happened against the Bagels uh, yesterday, um, like we said, uh, his hands were all. You know, I guess uh, all mangled yeah, up. Yeah, all mangled up, yeah. everything like that. And that's a symptom that you commonly see. It's called a fencer's position. Mm -hmm. It's something that you yeah. can see in MMA with severe knockouts. So, um, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, you know, prayers out to him. Hopefully he feels better. Um, but it needs to, you know, there needs to be actionable steps taken from this where the NFL as a uh, franchise or as a uh, industry takes notice of how it's affecting their young stars because Tua was a young star and now he possibly could be out for weeks if not the entire season. Absolutely. I mean, as a person, I've suffered a concussion playing football before. It's The treatment of a concussion is not what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to, If you're concussed, you should be away from anything, any just human activity for a week. You should be away from light. They're saying that Tua was watching a movie watching uh, with Mike McDaniel on the flight home and just like, I don't think he's going to play next week, but you know... Mm -hmm. He's like a flying. First of all, isn't that bad for your brain? Like you know, <laughs> air pressure changes. That's pretty bad for your brain. Um, I don't know what what the hell they're doing in Miami. Really don't know. First of all, what's the rush to get him back in Miami? Sure, maybe check the Miami doctors. Were the Miami doctors even doing a good job last week? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. So I think he should have stayed in Cincinnati overnight. Maybe gotten some rest. Mm -hmm. Just gotten you know 
just gone some intensive yeah. care. Take extra precautions. Exactly. Take extra precautions. This you know. is your fa- the face of your franchise. Mm-hmm. Sure, whether you think Tua is good or not, he is the mm-hmm. face of your franchise. This should be the case for every player who's ever suffered a concussion. Yeah. You should take extra precautions to make sure that they're healthy. That way, you won't have further uh, implications down the line, leading to possibly CTE, mm-hmm. brain damage, all that. But, you know, it's it's really unfortunate the way the NFL handled this, and I hope that they take extra steps to prevent this from ever happening again. And, you know, I always hate talking about injury. It really sucks. But we're going to transition into a guy who's coming back from injury. A little bit more positive news. We're going to stalk, come back to uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. We're going to talk about Zach Wilson, the New York, uh, the new quarterback of the New York Jets, coming back from a knee injury. Uh, don't really know. Just leg injury. Mm-hmm. Very weird. The timetables are all, like, you know, you remember, like, mm-hmm. seeing it either out for the season when it first happened to, oh, he's going to be back, back by week one. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, four to six weeks. He's back for week four against the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's your expectations for Zach Wilson going to this matchup against a very tough Steelers defense? I'm going to start off with you, Andrew. Oh, well, uh, coming back, honestly, the uh, it, like you said, the doctors were all over the place with this one, kind of mm-hmm. with Tua. I feel like yeah. it, we kind of see a common theme become more apparent. Right. But uh, that being said, I mean, I don't really know to the extent how much he was injured, but I just want to see a good start. I'm not looking for anything too, too crazy in terms of him going off on uh, – Always got to give a shout out to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson esque yeah. performance. Yeah, um, of course. But I want to see something consistent and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just overall good performance. Yeah. What about you, Goku? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's the Jets, so my expectations <laughs> aren't exactly the highest. They're curbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. A but enthusiasm. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I think really, I would say probably I would just say like an average performance. You know, I'll, I definitely expect you know like a pick or two. And Ooh. but I mean, let's just keep. I'm mean, gonna say let's keep the touchdowns higher than the picks. You know, to, <laughs> I would expect like a three, two, three touchdowns, two interception stat line. I would okay. say I'll be fine with. But I think more importantly, they need to start really using their weapons because I know they um, recently signed Corey Davis. I mean, they gave him a was, yeah. pretty sizable contract, and he's their third guy now. Exactly. So I, I mean, I really think you know him and like Elijah Moore, Brees Hall. They're starting to involve a lot of these guys. There's a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. I think they just need to start really just sort of get the. Um, you know, sort of like the engine churning. Because yeah. I know Robert Salai, I remember, he was actually in the preseason. They, he was saying, like, I have a list of all the guys, all the doubters. So, you know, I expect to see some of that energy sort of resonating throughout the team. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. Salah's energy, by the yes. way. Yes. Oh, it's my God. energy. I would love <laughs> yeah. for that man to be my head coach. Eh, no, I have Brian Dable. But, you know, yeah. great energy. You know, the guys really rally around him. I'm really excited to see. So, keep going. Yeah, and, I mean, I was just going to sort of end off with, like, you know, we saw what he, what um, Salah did with the 49ers defense. And we mm-hmm. know the Giants. I mean, sorry, not the Giants. Excuse me. The Jets. They don't really have a good defense or an offense so Interesting if we see some of that you know energy sort of go into the defense that'll be really nice because like i said i mean zach wilson he's like many quarterbacks a guy where it's like a lot of potential mm-hmm. but i think we need to start seeing the work and the execution to meet that potential absolutely it's time for, for i don't know if it's time it, it is year two coming off an injury don't know if it's like pressures on him yet to put all the pieces together right. but he's got a really good core around him the offensive line is obviously depleted lost mckay Beckton for the year yep. mm-hmm. um most i think george fans hurt too a couple other guys you know they're down they're down a little bit bad right now they're right. not bad i mean i don't want to beat a dead horse and make fun of the jets because i really do love <laughs> i really do love their young core i'm offense and defense that being said i want to see like guys like elijah more more involved this week like because i mean for my fantasy purposes <laughs> one and two just because like i was very high in elijah more very high in garrett wilson too garrett wilson's been balling out that being said i haven't seen enough from elijah more yet to be like oh my god but like Maybe because he did have a very good rapport with Zach Wilson. We see his target share rise a little bit. And you see a more aggressive offense. You see with Joe Flacco, elite, by the way. Um, (laughs) 
they were a little bit more conservative until besides like I guess that fourth quarter of that Browns game, which was insane. They they were a little bit more conservative. They knew oh Joe Flacco has his limitations. It's Zach Wilson. Let it rip. The mm-hmm. guy has a very good arm talent. Some would say elite. I wouldn't be mad at that. He's very talented. Might as well just let it rip and work through the growing pains. I'm really looking forward to this Jets. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm really looking forward to the Jets Steelers <laughs> game because I'm not. I would be lying if I said that. I'm looking forward to seeing where Jets go from here because the season kind of quote unquote starts today for them. Right. It starts now. Now that we know Zach Wilson's yeah. back, but um, let's just quickly go through this Jets Steelers game. What are your expectations? What do you think? Is score? You got a score prediction? I think Steelers twenty three ten. Ooh. Yeah, and you and you said two to three touchdown, three to three touchdowns. Well, Ooh. yes, I said that's what would be good. good. Like, I would Ooh. say that would be if he did that. I would say okay, yes, he's okay. back. You know, kind of see what we saw with Trevor Lawrence, where both of them kind of started off weak, but now they rebounded. Mm-hmm. I feel like just really show like kind of send a signal. You know what I mean? Throughout the league, yeah, that would be like a signal sending stat line. That would be a signature win. That would so, be, that would just be like oh, I'm back. Exactly. Right, but you think? Oh, so you think the Steelers win? Low scoring game. I respect that. Yeah, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um. In terms of, the, I don't know if specific score. Um, I would, yeah, you know what, twenty three ten. I think I'm starting to like the sound of that. Honestly, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, but I'm excited to see how they get it going. Honestly, what what what's your opinion? Um, I mean the Steelers are what three and a half point favorites at home. Yeah. That being said, I can't bet on Mitch Trubisky because Mitch Trubisky's <laughs> trash. Um, I'm gonna rock with the Jets. Why not? Um, All right. I, I, I want to see what. You know, they really have nothing to lose. You see Zach Wilson's first game back. I don't know if they're going to let him let it rip yet because this Steelers defense, even without TJ Watt, without a couple of pieces, it's still a very elite defense, very well-schemed. Yep. They know how to get pressure on the quarterback at all times. I want to see how Zach Wilson maneuvers that, but I think that it's really a matter of who makes less mistakes. And I think Mitch Trubisky is going to make a late mistake, and it's going to cost them. I'm going to go 24-21. Uh, Jets, okay, shootout. And yeah, eh, not really, but oh, you know, well, yeah. for for, the, for, for those for those two quarterbacks, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the over and a half. <laughs> no, but uh, what do you call it? That that's gonna be a very eh, quiet game. Yeah, no. and so is the game that we're gonna talk about next. The t- the two teams, oh, the one team. It's we're gonna go to the other side of the locker room. We're gonna go to the Giants. Um, yeah. So the magic wore off. The magic wore off. That's all I can say. I was a Giants fan. 2-0 sounds so good. It was so fun. You know, I was talking my smack, being like, oh, if your team's not 2-0, don't talk to me. I can't do that anymore. They lost to Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. Cooper Rush is the best quarterback of all time. Also, <laughs> by the way, Ginger Bowl coming up. Uh, Cooper Rush versus Carson Wentz this week. Just uh, a si- mm-hmm. little side note. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it because nobody cares about the mid-off, but I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Giants coming back home to – um. They face the Bears this week. They're missing Kadarius Tony. I, I let me see. I have I think I have a list of like how many guys are out. Shepard tore ACL. So. Sterling Shepard tore ACL. Um, Daniel Jones is probably still sitting down from being sacked so much. Yeah. Um, Wanda <laughs> Robinson still hasn't played a game. I don't think. And Leonard Williams is still out, and a couple others. Injury is the theme of this team. It's a young team, new head coach, new general manager. What can we say? It's just, it's just they've been injured. And they haven't given Daniel Jones any help. I'm not very high on Daniel Jones, but they have not given him any help at all. Their their receivers right now are David Sills, Kenny Galladay, and uh, Richie James Jr. Like that's that's the worst receiving core in the NFL right there. Yeah, that's the yeah. active receiving core right now, considering all the guys that are hurt. 
how like that's pretty embarrassing, isn't it? I'd say. Like, yeah, you're 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 coming from the division rival perspective. That's three and zero. Right. I want to hear your perspective a little bit on what the, like the outlook of the Giants right now. I mean, so let's be honest. So first, let's talk about worst contracts. Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay. what seventy two million dollars? Like, come on. I mean, the dudes. Dave like, Gettleman will not see the pearly gates. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, right? So with Brian Dable came from the Bills. Mm-hmm. You know, literally weapons everywhere. everywhere. Weapons galore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's sort of coming back to the Giants. I feel like this year is going to be the trial year for him. Let's just like figure out, you know, let's see the fan base, let's figure out right. the team, let's figure out the operations, the staff, whatever. Right. And let's be honest, Daniel Jones contract year, but it's not going to be really a contract year. He will be a backup somewhere. Exactly. Or he'll be a Carolina Panther. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think it's just going to be him sort of just navigating, you know, which pieces will be truly crucial. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's figure out how to like move that Kenny Galladay contract out or I don't know, honestly, that's going to be impossible, but <laughs> <Can> like <we> pray. <laughs> exactly. So I think at the end of the day, right? I mean, hey, like speaking of Lamar as a sorry, Ravens fan, you probably wanted to stay, but like I said, they didn't want to pay him his money, so at the end of the day, the Giants need to like whip out that checkbook. Oh, blank, blank check, check, blank, blank check. check. Yeah. Literally throw it right to him I and will, say, "I will do anything for Lamar Jackson." Exactly. Yeah. The bl- big blue. If Lamar Jackson comes to the Giants, I will. Do you don't understand how fast I'm getting that jersey? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, like hundred million dollars signing most. I don't care, right? Like, I mean, look, give, you see- give him the whole salary cap. Exactly. I don't care at this point. <laughs> exactly. It's Lamar Jackson. Right, right. And I think with Saquon, I think we see a lot. I think we're seeing bright spots. So I'll, I'll be yeah. honest, right? So Saquon, see, for the last two years, I think I predicted the game he's he will tear his ACL. Oh in. my god! Like every single Chill. time. <laughs> no, I, I see to the game. I, yes, to the game. I'm being Chill. serious. Chill. Okay. I know I sound a bit morbid now, but I'll You're be honest. You're pretty morbid. I mean, I was like, I was like, hey guys, he's gonna tear his ACL this game. Which watch it happen. Jesus. And guess what? He did. And like, see, I think, like I said, this guy on paper, he's like, he's like, he's a, he's a transformer. The dude of knows. Course. He has everything. And I think I'm, I actually love. Hey, he's a, he's from Penn State. Mm-hmm. The dude actually came from Whitehall. I actually worked out at the gym that he trained at when he was in high school. So I, he, I mean, he has all the squat records. So trust me, <laughs> I I love him. I, I really will. W- I wish for a success. But I think yeah. when you realistically look at it, I, this is the way I look at it. Right? Is he has a decent? Even if he has a thousand yards, I'll consider that as a good year. Mm-hmm. And I would say maybe give him like a two to three year, like somewhat. Okay, don't give it like a Christian McCaffrey, like sixty four million dollar. No, no. Be reasonable. Yeah, he, he knows. He's not getting that bag. Exactly. Exactly. So I think this will be just kind of like a trial year. You know, let's figure things out. I mean, the Giants, I think they objectively have the easiest schedule. So just figure it out. You know, these things. Let's see how we do with the easiest schedule. If we do terrible, then it's really time to change things around. If we do decent, okay, maybe let's move things around. But I think at the end of the day, this is kind of like a year where they just, Brian Dable tries things out and really just loads up for next yeah. year. Yeah, going off what you said, I think it's a real kind of, it's a litmus test year, honestly, for the Giants. I feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of make or break. Either, I mean, with their easy schedule, either they're going to perform really well uh, or kind of middling, and then we're going to go from there. They're going to be able to work it out, uh, shore up a couple of holes, or they're going to perform terribly, and it's going to be complete rebuild. Bryce either way, Young, though, yeah. CJ Stroud. <laughs> either way, though, it's going to be that. it's going to be exciting though for this year, honestly. I don't know about exciting, but you know we'll we'll, we'll, well see as how a Ravens it goes. fan. Exciting oh, as a Ravens, the, well, I'll uh, be at the I'll be at the Ravens Giants game. That's gonna be um, exciting to say the least. I get <laughs> yeah. to see Lamar Jackson play live and direct. I can't wait for that. But you know, I I don't really know how I feel about the Giants. Like I knew the two and zero start was a fluke. They're not that good, but it's good to see winning football back in big. You know, in East Rutherford, um, Jets weren't providing it. Giants definitely weren't providing it for the last five six years. But it's good. I think Brian Dable. This is. This is like a three or four year plan at the worst. I, th- yeah. I don't think I don't think this is like a Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman thing where it's like outdated old general manager who's the worst at his job and 
wanna be military terrorist sergeant with a ten and twenty four record, I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Yeah. You know, that doesn't play in the NFL. Um, Bel- Belichick wannabes do not play in the NFL. That's why we saw the Belichick assistants fail so miserably. Yep. <laughs> Brian Dable comes from a good culture out in Buffalo. I know our producer, Mike, is very happy to hear that um, as he is a part of Bill's Mafia. Um, they got Dable and Shane both coming. They're both on the same page. The head coach and the general manager, that's so important. They got their guys as their coaches, as coordinators. Mike Kafka, coming from Kansas City. We know how explosive that offense is. Oh, yeah. um, Wink Martindale, coming from Baltimore. You know how how oh, crazy yeah. that defense can get. They blitz like mm-hmm. hell. They send heat at all times. They're mm-hmm. unpredictable. It's. I think this is the most confident or positive felt as a Giants fan in so long. And that's so sad to say because I'm not even that confident in the Giants. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good like, tre- we're trending in the right direction. The Giants mm-hmm. are definitely trending in the right direction. I mean, last year, it was only really up from here, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> so I think that the Giants are in a good place. I think both New York teams are in a better place than they were coming mm-hmm. out of last year, coming out of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think that better days are ahead. But right yep. now, there's a little bit of adversity. I still think that they're like a five to seven win team at best. Yeah, um, I can but see that. yeah, we'll move from there. But you know, let's talk about this. Uh, really, uh, I can't even get excited about this game. It's Bears Giants. It's not a fun game. It's yeah. the Justin Fields Bowl. We traded away Justin Fields, and we got Kadarius Tony and Evan Neal. I think. Yeah. So, um, thanks for that, Chicago. What are you guys thinking about that game? I'm sorry for you, Gokul. I think it's gonna be a running back game. Yeah. Um, just really like who's gonna run better? Saquon or Khalil Herbert? Exactly. I know yeah. he's been having a great without. Um, I think it was Montgomery. Yeah, Demon got hurt. So exactly. So I think this is gonna be a very lower scoring game. Maybe mm-hmm. for you guys, fantasy guys, if um, if the bear, sorry, Khalil Herbert. If he's um, you know, still in the waivers, please pick him up. He's. Oh, I already picked him up. Oh, I did too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I would say it's pr- honestly. I'll say like fifteen ten. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you said, just straight running game. I can't really see any offense really being too effective. Um. I mean, I guess we'll see. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game though. I could see. Hmm. Maybe like a. Uh, I don't even know. Like a fourteen to like eighteen, something like that. Fourteen twenty. You got Bears or Giants? Uh, Giants. I would say probably. Did you say Giants or Bears? Uh. F- Bears. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with like yeah, seventeen, thirteen. Eh. I don't know, seventeen. Yeah, some, something ugly. Seventeen, thirteen. Giants. It's gonna get such. It's gonna be a very ugly game. I think Saquon has a big game, but I think nobody else really shows up. Saquon kind of has to have a big game because yeah. all of our weapons right. are dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that game. But speaking of games that we're looking forward to, let's actually start with fun games. Let's, yeah. let's go to the fun yeah, side definitely. of things. <laughs> but like, as we're going to end our show, wind it down, we're going to start with the fun games. I know we got a little rivalry. We got our producer, Mike Matuch. Uh, he's a Bills ma- part of Bills <laughs> Mafia. Andrew Canary, part of the Ravens flock. Oh, yeah. Go Bills. We got a little Go Bills on the background. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> Amazing game. That should be primetime. Don't know what, what Roger Goodell is doing, not putting that in primetime. It's a 1 o'clock CBS mm-hmm. game. In the bank, at the bank, uh, both teams 2-1, and one, both teams definitely Super Bowl contenders. And let's talk about the quarterbacks real quick. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, looking like quarter, looking like true MVPs and looking like two of the best quarterbacks mm-hmm. in NFL. Like, what have you seen from Lamar Jackson? I'm going to start with the Ravens fan, Andrew. Oh. What have you seen that's taken that step from last year to this year? Like, I've seen it, but, like, I want an insider's perspective. What do you think so, has been that step for Lamar? 
so what I think the step was, was we saw spurts of like his greatness, I feel like last season, we saw mm-hmm. like one or two plays where he would go crazy, would, you know, run down the entire field, go crazy with rushing or, you know, a couple of good passes, but that was few and far in between. Um, just something wasn't meshing with the defense or the O-line, just something wasn't clicking that allowed mm-hmm. him to really take advantage of his talents physically and uh, everything like that. This year, though, I think the team's meshing a whole lot better, and Lamar is able to get off all of his rushing, all of his passing. And from that, it's been explosive offense, and he's been pretty much this the core of this team, putting all of his pressure behind it. So, Ooh, a little key uh, note from our producer, Mike. There is going to be a ton of rain from the Hurricanes, Hurric- and, and that might play a massive factor into this mm-hmm. game. Might play at the Ravens' advantage, considering they have the better run game. Um, yep. so it's going to be a slow paced grit and grind game. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to talk like, let's talk about that now. Since it's going to be a little bit more slow paced, what are your like keys to this game for both teams? Go, go, I'll start with you. So, I mean, so both of them, like I said, are absolutely electric quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. I mean, so I'll say, so you're saying it's going to be a terrible weather game. And I remember this explicitly because when the Bills went against the Patriots, I'm pretty sure Mac Jones completed like one or two passes. He got off. He threw yeah. three passes, but I'm, that's why but, I don't like Mac Jones, but Josh, Al, but Josh Allen, my goodness, he was when I say he was electric in the game, obviously the stat line didn't look electric, but this man was, like, putting the ball on a thread in, like, the worst conditions. Like, it was so cold, it was windy, and he was still putting it on the thread. And just looking at the connection that Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen have had, I mean, hey, whoever's drafted um, Stephon Diggs, I mean, look at the stat line he's putting he's up every insane. single Diggs. week. Even insane. Gabe Davis, even though he was out last week. Yeah. He's been a stud, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's uh, – so I think it goes either two ways. One, it's going to – yes, I think it'll definitely co- come to the ground. So it's going to be, guess what, Josh Allen can run, Lamar Jackson can run. Yeah. So we'll see a lot of movement there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it could also – like I said, these guys have all the talent in the world. I can still see Josh Allen absolutely ripping it. And, and just, Lamar can rip it, too. You've yeah. Seen, oh, you've, yeah. Seen that, you've seen that step this year. Oh, my God. A pure yeah. – like even if he didn't run the ball well, he's a pure top seven quarterback in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. and add that running element, and oh my god, he's yeah. unstoppable. I love mm-hmm. the guy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, let's keep this one. Let's keep one thing in mind. He lost his speed demon, you know, Marquise Brown, and he's mm-hmm. still like and he's mm-hmm. been better without Hollywood. Exactly, yeah, and I mean, I might say a couple of things, but let's not get into that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, that's very yeah. impressive. And again, Mark Andrews, amazing connection there. Rashad Bateman mm-hmm. started to look really good too. Exactly. Yeah. Du- so Duvernay's a big playmaker. He's the Hollywood replacement of anything. Yes. Yeah. He's For been sure. amazing. They haven't even skipped a beat without Hollywood, without no. J.K. Dobbins, without any of those guys. He's I was so worried about that in the postseason, but after a couple weeks, I mean, I wasn't worried about Hollywood. We saw it last year. Hollywood cost Lamar three touchdowns against that yeah. Lions game. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, I mm-hmm. hate, I don't like Hollywood Brown. <laughs> but funny. um, what do you call it? That it's it's like a very two very explosive offenses, yes. two different styles. What and good defenses yeah. too. Good, Sorry, Bills defense. Uh, Ravens defense isn't that good. Bills defense is pretty good. Though. Yeah, I will yeah. say that is a key to the game. Yeah, defenses. Where do, where do we see the defenses playing in? So mm. I think honestly, for the Ravens defense, it's just containing that absolutely explosive offense for the Bills. Yeah. And it's like I think the goal will be just let don't let them score way too much. And then for really the Bills defense, I mean, like I said, I mean they're one of the best defenses in the league right. on paper and also like in in like sight. Yeah. In, yeah. In game. And so, honestly, I think it'll it'll definitely be, like I said, it's on all sides of the ball. It's going to be, like, fantastic players. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be coming – it's going to come down to really limiting both dual-threat quarterbacks. So I'm really interested to see, you know, what they do to just kind of navigate. But at the end of the day, the way I see it, it's either going to be a complete shootout or it's going to be a really low-scoring game. Got it. Andrew, what do you think? I'm going to start off let's, – let's do a little score prediction, mm-hmm. a little round yeah. table. Okay. I'm going to start off with you, Andrew. 
resident Ravens fan, what's your score prediction for this game? Mm. Give me one sec to think. Um, you know what? I think it's gonna twenty-seven twelve Ravens. Ooh, yeah, I think it's gonna blowout. I think it's gonna be a blowout. Honestly, wow. I mean, the spread is bu- the, sp- the spread <laughs> the spread is Buffalo minus three, and it's on mm-hmm. it's in Baltimore. The over under is fifty one. So mm-hmm. now that's a bo- that's a hot take, definitely. But I oh, think it's gonna I be it. I, I think it's gonna be make or break for both these teams. Because like what Gokul was saying is you have uh, two way quarterbacks, they're really good at running and really good at passing. Lamar's really short up the passing in this season. Oh, absolutely. Um, amazing. And I think it's going to fall into the defense if they can really lock down either one of these quarterbacks. If they can't, then it's going to blow the game wide open. And I think, fingers crossed, that Lamar is not going to be able to get locked down. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Cool, cool. I think it's going to be an actual shootout, not like a giant shootout. And I think it'll be 30 24. And I see okay. the Bills taking it away because I know. I saw how you saw. I mean, you guys probably saw the video of that offensive coordinator absolutely losing oh, his mind. Ken Dorsey flipped. Yeah, he flipped. Mm-hmm. So I think next, next they're gonna really keep it together and gonna say, okay, we have to because that was a fluke game. They mm-hmm. could have kicked a field goal, but this time they're gonna come in with guns blazing, and I think they'll take home the win. Absolutely, you saw the Dolphins adjust a lot to that Bills offense. The Bills were on fire early. Dolphins yeah. started playing two high safeties and playing that cover two action. And just like containing, and then the Bills just could not adjust. I want to see if the Bills are able to adjust to it because the Ravens do have two elites. Oh, Marcus Williams is elite. Um, Kyle Hamilton, growing pains, but has the potential to be elite. So I'm expecting the Ravens to play a lot too high against the um, against the Bills. Very dynamic passing attack. I want to see how that plays out, but right now I'm just like the the Bills defense is so like they're both dead in the water right now. The both defenses are hurt. Mm-hmm. The Bills are they lost their safety tandem of uh, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Uh Tredavious White's still not back yet. I just and the Ravens defenses look bad, but I think they can adjust a little bit more on the fly. Mm-hmm. I'm a rock with the Ravens. I don't know. Like every time I want it to be high scoring, it ends up being like low scoring. I'm gonna go twenty eight twenty four Ravens. And uh okay. I think the Ravens flock pulls it out. So we got a little three way a little one, two, three you know, we didn't split a bit. I like it. We didn't go full three aways around. Mm-hmm. Uh Mike, do you have any input? I just wanna what do you think? You can IFB me, just What's a score score prediction? Twenty-one fourteen Bills. You heard it from our producer Mike Matuch. Um, Bills Mafia. So we're split around the show. I like that. Let's uh, let's hop into a. Is this a prime time? Yeah, it is a prime time. Beautiful. We got a, these. The prime time slate is really good this week. Yep. It could have been just that much better if we got the Bills uh, Ravens on there. But we got Chiefs Bucks um, in Tampa, a Super Bowl rematch of two years ago. Um. What are you guys looking forward to this game? You see a little bit the bill, the the Bucks, you know, not looking too hot, and so do the Chiefs, both coming off of losses. What are you guys looking forward to? I'm gonna start with you, Goku. Yeah, I think excuse me, the Chiefs, especially last, I mean, against the Colts. I mean, you saw that game; it was like a deflected pass that got picked off, and the Colts eventually took it away. So I think the Chiefs, like I said, the Buccaneers are kind of sputtering. I know they're getting Mike Evans back from that mm-hmm. suspension, and, and maybe Tom, Chris Godwin. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, and I think it's, I mean, it's been fantastic to see what the Chiefs have been doing without Tyreek Hill. I mean, that, that I mean, mm-hmm. it's actually amazing what mm-hmm. they've been doing. So I see, you know. I think what I what I would love to see is you know a high scoring game of course, and I I see the Chiefs winning because like I said the Buccaneers I haven't really gotten a sense of like, you know I haven't really seen the you know your vintage Tom Brady yeah. I think there's still so- something going on there 
But again, like I said, the Chiefs, I think they're primed to win this. And like I said, it's the Chiefs. So the Chiefs mm-hmm. look dangerous. Andrew, yeah. what do you think? Um, not too sure, honestly. I mean, we saw last week with uh, Brady kind of failed at that uh, two-point conversion. Uh, wasn't able to get it done. It was a low-scoring game to begin with. Yeah, it was ugly. Uh, it was a, yeah, ugly game. Um, but that being said, I it, it seems like these two teams, uh, I like you said, I'm excited to see, or I've been happy to see that uh, Casey's been performing well with Tyreek Hill gone. But despite that, I think that these two teams are still kind of – uh, not shells of their former self since they last saw each other in the they Super Bowl. They still haven't fought, hit their final form yet. Yeah, neither something team like has. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that being said, I can. I'm excited to see what happens. I think Casey gets it done though. Yeah, I think I. I guess we're gonna go all around with this one. I think Kansas City's definitely the better team. I was already. I was high on them even if after they lost Tyree Kill because it meant that their offense had a different gear to it. They, they mm-hmm. still have deep threats in Miko Hartman, Marcus Valdez Gantling, but they have more of an intermediate game. Last year they got a little mm-hmm. predictable. The uh, Bengals figured them out in the uh, NFC, AFC Championship game, and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid vowed for that to never happen again. That's why I'm still like, oh, they're still extremely dangerous. They played a bad game last week. Not going to overreact to it. I think the Chiefs are definitely the better team. I know it's on the road, and Tampa's the one-point favorite. Um, That being said, I just don't know if what I've seen from Tampa's impressed me. Tampa's not impressed me at all this year. Mm -hmm. They've looked terrible. Brady has – is it too early to say Father Time's caught up to him finally? We'll, we'll give it some time because I know we've seen Aaron Rodgers. We a couple more weeks. We'll, yeah. gi- we'll give it the rest of this. I'll give it the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, he has not looked good right yeah. now, and they, I mean they're very shorthanded, but like they just don't look, you know, dominant like that dominant force that I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. So, do we get a little score prediction before uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go um, thirty-one twenty-four uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I, I'll say I think it's going to be a blowout, to be honest. Ooh, I think it'll be 30 okay. to, like, 15 because I see Kansas City just putting on a show. I think it's – honestly, I think it might be a bit closer game. I'm going to go 24-22, Casey. Interesting, interesting. I think, I think – yeah, I think it will be a good game, definitely. Definitely worth tuning into, obviously. But, like, it's a little mm-hmm. Super Bowl rematch of two years ago. Maybe the Chiefs got a little revenge on their mind. You know, revenge is the dish best served cold. And maybe we'll see that from Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But before we wrap up, we're going to talk about one final game, and it's that Monday night game. It's Rams 49ers. We got, a, of course, great divisional rivalry and the rematch of last year's NFC, excuse me, NFC Championship game. Both teams have looked very, like, very interesting to say the least. Um, obviously, the 49ers lost Trey Lance. I'm extremely sad about that. Uh, for the year, Jimmy Garoppolo comes back in. The Rams still, they're they look like they're hungover from they're they're on their low Super Bowl hangover. Um, Matthew Stafford does not look like himself. No. Um, their defense got worse. They lost yeah. Von Miller, a couple pieces. The 49ers also don't look. They too got great. Bobby Wagner though. Keep that in mind. I'm not about uh, Bobby Wagner's not that guy anymore. I'm sorry, B Wags is kind of <laughs> washed. I'm I'm not a B Wags guy anymore. He was the second best linebacker in the league for a whole decade, but he's uh, he's done now. That was that was a name signing more so. So I just uh, it, I want to like see it's in San Francisco. That is a, another big point. Um, I want to see how this game goes forward because like it's the direction of the teams, they're both trending down for sure. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this game? I'm gonna start off with you, Goku. 
I mean, so like I I was always huge on the Rams. Once they made all those huge signings last year, I mean, unfortunately I didn't bet on it, but I was like, the Rams are going I to did. win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I did. I made and money. <laughs> exactly. So so I was very high on them. I love Stafford. I mean, the dude was yeah, like so stuck I. in Detroit. So love him. But I think that sometimes like I was watching, I, like I, I've watched a couple of the games, and sometimes I just feel like the guy just throws it really far. Just I feel like just to th- show people that he can throw it really far. Because some of those yeah. throws can be really questionable. He's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. I think if we can sort of keep the interceptions a bit tight, because obviously we know. He's going to score. That's a given. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Cooper Cup is getting fed the ball, and we, we're seeing results. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would also like to see Allen Robinson get involved. Yeah. I mean, do I have a little bias? I mean, I was really high on him. I thought I would make a great pick, but he's In been fantasy. kind of weak. He's been brutal in fantasy. I've had yeah. him in, like, one of my leagues. It's not pretty. Yeah, exactly. So I really want to see him getting, you know, Allen Robinson involved. And obviously, OBJ, we don't know when he's going to come back. And the 49ers, like I said, I mean, they lost Trey Lance. And like I said, they're just a team that is one quarterback away from really like, taking it to like a couple levels, like taking it to a totally different level. And I thought levels. that was gonna be Trey Lance. I love Trey Lance. Today. Yeah, but I as mean. we said with the injury thing, you know, it's it, that's a bit suspect. And I honestly think, like I said, that weapons all weapons galore, both teams. And I honestly see this being a shootout because Rams defense hasn't been as good as as I would hope it. That as I yeah. hope that it would be. I know Aaron Donald got his hundred sack mm-hmm. last season, so you know, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Obviously, one of the best players, top the, two defensive player ever. Yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, not gonna talk about Lawrence Taylor yet. That's gonna get controversial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think at the end of the day, it's gonna be yes, of course, NFC Championship rematch. And I see, and I can, I think, it, I think this will be a close game. I think yeah. this will be a close game. Who do you think pulls it out? <sighs> I'll say the Rams. I'm a huge fan of the Rams, so I'm gonna go with the Rams. Ooh, interesting, Andrew. Um. Hmm. I think the Rams are going to pull it out 28-24. I I don't know if I can I'm a rock with the home team. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Um I just think it I think they split the season series. It's all dependent on the health, but I think they split the series season series home and home. Um I just think that the 49ers they're in a better place right now. I know they're one and two. They have a worse record, but I think they're in a better place organizational wise. They had a couple mm-hmm. of th- that lo- that ugly ugly loss against the <laughs> Broncos. That was the worst game I've ever seen. I turned yeah. it, I turned oh it off. God. I turned yeah. it off after the second quarter. I turned it off after Jimmy G stepped out of the end zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, God, that's so bad. It was a terrible game, but I think Horrible. the 49ers are better than that. I think the 49ers are pretty good. I was really high on them. They were my Super Bowl pick before Trey Lance got hurt. Um, I really? Don't, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, That's a was, hot take. I was very high on them. Wow. I don't want to root for them anymore because Trey Lance got hurt. He's my one of my favorite players, but. I'm going to go 49ers 27 24. I think it's a close game. I think, I don't know if it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be around that territory. But those games always bode for a really, really good game. But, you know, we got a great slate of games coming up. Yeah. Don't leave your couch. Scott Hansen's going to be our Sunday entertainment for Red Zone. I can't wait for this week of football. It's crisp weather. You know, fall's coming upon us. Starting to get cold. It is hoodie weather. Getting close to sweatpant weather. But that'll do it for this episode of NFL Friday. It's been a great episode as always. Goku Perugu and Andrew Cranary. I'm Tyler Ho, and that will do it for NFL Friday. NFL Friday is a production of WFUV Sports.